All right. Hi, everyone. I'm Sam. I'm Erica. Welcome to The Fix Podcast. So this week in local Phoenix events, our theme is free. So everything we're going to mention is of no charge to you. First up, we have the ASU Center for the Study of Race and Democracy is hosting a discussion group for the book, The New Jim Crow, on Saturday, September 16th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. at Pilgrim Rest Baptist Church. That's 1401 East Jefferson Street in Phoenix. It is free to the public, but you must register. Just search Book Discussion Group, The New Jim Crow on Facebook or Eventbrite. Next up, Black Lives Matter Arizona is hosting the fourth part of their AZ Stands for Human Rights meeting at Sierra Vista Elementary School at 6401 South 16th Street in Phoenix. Come learn about the education crisis here in Arizona and support Black Lives Matter. It's free to attend, but if you feel like giving a donation, you can give $25 and get a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. And lastly, Big Cuz's Barbecue and Catering is hosting an event to feed the homeless for the 11th consecutive month on Sunday, September 17th at 3 p.m. in the Cass and Andre House area on 11th Avenue and Jackson. They're taking food, clothing, and other donations, and we'll even pick them up for you. Just call 602-831-5015 or message them on Facebook at Big Cuz's Barbecue and Catering. This week, we are keeping it short and sweet, talking about a lot of local Phoenix restaurants and bars, other things that we did, our fix for the week, and then we'll wrap it up. So let's start the show. I feel like every episode's like, I can't believe it's not Friday. This week is so long. But this week really is long. Like, if I could go back two weeks and two episodes and erase them and save it for this one, I would. I have had a really long, like, 10 days. More like, like, close to two weeks. It's just been a really, really painstaking time for me. And I appreciate everyone's patience and waiting for this cute little episode we're putting together because... Sam was busy. I was busy being sick, um, and it really sucked. So just taking a couple extra days to heal and rest up and, you know, get our chakras aligned um, really helps. Yes, and it was Labor Day weekend, so you will forgive us for not laboring this weekend. (laughs) Wow, I haven't done any. I did not do anything for Labor Day weekend. Like, literally, I have spent most of my time in the bed watching tv in some (laughs) capacity like getting up only for food and sustenance water bathroom breaks and showers like and then back in the pjs and right back in the bed that was what we did (laughs) we watched i think we watched the entire season the first season of the good place on netflix which you should watch it it's really funny and then we were watching younger and we were just like pieces of shit like all weekend <laughs> like in pjs hair was a mess like same exact thing we would sit around who's hungry so we'd make something then we'd eat we'd sit back down and then we'd snack and then we'd sit again make more food like i think i went out once on friday night because i didn't want to leave again until monday <laughs> and we didn't we went to the pool at one day because we just had to get out of the house but that was about it like yeah no laboring to be had yeah i was like feeling like really 
poorly. I just, I have issues with allergies and any sort of spike or have like hefty decrease in the weather um, conditions, anything like that really messes with me. And usually I can manage it with like nasal spray or like just an over-the-counter decongestant, sometimes some Benadryl at night just to kind of help me settle. However, I was at work and I just felt like people were around me and I could not hear what they were saying. I was feeling like I was underwater and so I went over to, we have like a minute clinic in our building. So I went up there and made an appointment for the next morning. It was fine. Um, And then like I was on the bus on the way home and it just felt like if you could divide your throat into like two parts, (laughs) (laughs) the right side and the left side, like the right side of my throat was closed. I'm sure it was just like, I'm done. Like I was (laughs) trying to, you know, swallow my spit and shit. And it was just like, I could not barely get it down. Like it was getting stuck. And I just got home, guzzled water, was telling my mom, like, oh, my God, mom, I'm sure this is it. I'm dying. Like, I can't. I can't do it. So I go back the next day. I tell the nurse practitioner my symptoms. And she's like, let me test you for strep. And sure enough, I yep. had strep throat. <laughs> and she's like, you have to go home right now because you're contagious. So I was out for the next two days, went back to work for two days, and I had already planned to have Tuesday off for the long weekend to extend it to a four-day weekend for myself. So that was great. I just lazed around. I spent a lot of time being a baby. It was awesome. I love being sick and being home. It's yes. the best. Oh my gosh. I was just like, it's just nice to have, Not a, and not everybody has this, it's just nice to have like family and concerned people in your life like when you're not well and you don't have the energy because just being sick is so draining when you don't have the energy to do the things that you need to do or you just need help there's someone there to love and nurture you and like man my mom is so clutch because she even like had a mask for me like when she picked me up like put this on because if I'm in this car and I catch throat I'm going off but it never stopped her from loving on me and just being there so that was so clutch i know i love her so shout out to my mom and just everyone who helped check checked in on me helped me with anything kept me abreast of what was going on right and just like even you you know letting us push this off a little bit so i'm back in action i take my last antibiotic pill at 10 15 tonight and i'm done (laughs) i'm off this shit i'm back in the game yeah can't wait to get a drink (laughs) that sounds good to me How about you? You had a just pretty low-key Labor Day. You said your sister was in town. Yeah, my sister was in town. She surprised my dad for his birthday, and it was super cute because we, like, got home. And I was like, okay, you need to wait outside by the garage so they can't see you coming through the window. And so I walked in, and I was like, oh, my boss let me off early. And then I picked up the dog, so they were, like, facing me. And then she walked in the door, and my dad was just, like, mouth (laughs) open, like, holy shit he kept saying holy shit and he's like where's logan her husband and i was like oh he's not here but they were so excited they had no idea so um it was really hard to keep that secret for a week so it was nice yeah Yeah. you sent me a video and i was like tearing up like (laughs) i'm such a sap but like just the look on your dad's face he was so shocked (laughs) he was just like what's happening (laughs) are you a ghost like are you real yeah what happened are you okay like you know the parents going to like yeah they like can't just be happy they're like what's going on yeah like no i'm here for you (laughs) right it's your birthday that's so so sweet happy birthday to your dad yes (laughs) shout out
So we're going to head into our Phoenix section. Basically, this whole episode is a Phoenix section because we did a lot in the last, what, week and a half, and it was really fun. Sam did a lot. I did one or two things. True. She lived vicariously through me. As I emerged back into society. (laughs) You did get the tail end of it, so you can add to that. But Yes. First off... I was going to go to the Phoenix Art Museum with some friends of mine because it was a free night. It was like a Wednesday. And I think every Wednesday and some other day they have free days. So we were going to try to be all cute and classy and go to the Phoenix Art Museum. And we wanted to meet up for drinks before. So I had really wanted to try Gracie's Tax Bar for a while. So we all met up there and just to have one drink, which turned into three rounds of shots, multiple drinks each, shooting the shit. And it was so fun. Um, But so needless to say, we did not make it to the (laughs) the art museum. You didn't stumble down (laughs) Central. (laughs) It took nothing to convince us either. Like my friend's husband was like, I mean, do you guys just not want to go? Or I was like, done. It's already in the universe. We're not going. So, um, but Gracie's Tax Bar was actually really cool. Um, You walk in and it's just a very long bar area. There's about three or four booths that are like leather, whatever, plastic covered booths. Then there's chairs everywhere. Definitely like the 1970s, like office chairs. But it's super cute. They have music playing. Um, They have a, I believe, some sort of like gaming console. I didn't see what game it was. They have a ton, a ton of board games. And they're fairly new. So you know that all the pieces are going to be there (laughs) for another like couple of months. Right. You can actually like play the game. (laughs) Right. I tried to play Battleship at Valley Bar and I was super excited. And there was only like two Battleships. It's like the box smelled like vomit. I was like, this is fucking disgusting. I'm not, and I, that I, place is not even that old. There's no reason. <laughs> right. I was like, where did you get these board games from? Like, what hole in the ground? It was so gross. That's the like, sad thing about places like that because people are so disrespectful. They you are. know, like, God, do you have to be fucking douchebags all the time and like ruin a good thing? Like, we should just be able to go and play the game and then when you're done, put it how you found it. And the hype is like already gone, like, here and left. Like, Bars have been having board games forever, so you don't need to like steal their shit. So do I have to come up in the bar with my own damn game? Right, I'll bring my own battleship game. But um, but no, they had all the the pieces and the games there. They had a jukebox, and then they had a long bar that had like stools at it. And the drink specials, at least from what I've seen on different articles, are pretty good. They didn't have a menu because they're just like. You know, right. hipster like that. What do you want? You right. tell me what you want in your drink. We're no bullshit, man. Right. So <laughs> um, my friends just got beers. They had a lot of IPAs on tap, tons of beer. I've had my classic vodka water. Oh, my God. Every <laughs> Like every time you say it. Six times distilled Tito's. <laughs> And lime and uh, water. Although I have to say, vodka water was pretty good. See, every time someone tries it, they're like, "What vodka water?" And then I'm like, "Just try it." And then they try it. As long like, as there's enough lime juice in yeah. it, it's good. And it, oh, they always say it just tastes like water with lime juice. And especially if it's a good vodka, it doesn't taste like anything. So, side note, my friend's husband told me this weekend that vodka, when it's like distilled a ton of times, it's like the nicer the vodka. And the less flavor it's going to have. And so, like, that's why the more expensive ones, like Tito's, like, is six times distilled and it doesn't taste like anything. And New Amsterdam's probably, like, 0.5 distilled. <laughs> Sky is Sky negative is not. 
Sky is just made and put directly in that bottle. Right. With sediment and everything. Sky literally just juices a potato and sets it outside. <laughs> and um, he said that if you actually put like really shitty vodka into a Brita pitcher, that it will taste better. And I was like, what? All right. The so, Fix podcast is going to buy Sky Vodka. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. No. And no. Smirnoff. <laughs> We're buying Smirnoff and seeing if yeah. we still black out and turn into like hollow shells of ourselves when we drink it. And it's funny, too, because it's like a blackout where you're still alive. So like you're you're <laughs> functioning, but you don't remember anything. I was trying to explain this to my friend and I was like, yeah, I figured out it was a Smirnoff. And he was like. Is Smirnoff that strong? I figured it wouldn't be that bad. He's like, I thought it was kind of cheap. And I was like, that's the problem. I was like, it, and it's not as nasty. There's something about it. It's like, does <laughs> it's not your body... as nasty as I remember it being. It actually, when we went and had it at Talking Stick, it mixed fine. Like, yeah. I remember, I don't know if it was our um, server or what that, like, made the right. drinks well. But, like, the drinks were fine. But there's something in Smirnoff. And I don't know what sorcery they put in those bottles but it just like it's it's like tequila how tequila turns other people yeah. into like a, another person smirnoff does that to right. me i don't know what it is me either i, I have done crazy shit <laughs> behind some smirnoff vodka <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I, I should probably ask my friend's husband like if there's something going on because i feel like it just people's bodies it's not made for metabolizing. Like something happens and even your kidneys are like, I don't want to fuck with that. I even remember like after the smoke had cleared. like <laughs> That's what it feels we like. We were at, like in the hotel watching Game of Thrones or whatever. I just remember like the covers were just up. I was so cold because we had the air like blasted. <laughs> I had like a hoodie on and I just couldn't shake it. Like I had and we yeah. had pizza. Like we had we had long stopped partying for like eight hours at that point and I was still like that's so true because why I, won't it leave yes me? and I lately as an adult like I don't drink as much to get hangovers anymore and it's not because I'm just special it's literally because I'll drink and I'll feel drunk and then I'll stop so I won't get sick and then like you said after a couple of hours you're just chilling but that one I remember I was trying to go to sleep and we all woke up like sweating we're like we can't breathe I can't sleep I'm so hot but you take the covers off like it felt like we we had just done like a four day bender with like fucking ecstasy. It seemed like the beginning of the day was so oh my God. like, oh God, that was last weekend. It's like, no, that was eight hours ago. Yeah. Like we, <laughs> we all fell asleep and then woke up and we're like on our phones so and it was thirsty. like 12, 15. Yeah. <laughs> like dying for water. And then I, you were like, I feel like I could just get up and just drive home right now. But we all sat up and we were still drunk. <laughs> I know. Then I like tried to get something and was like, yeah, sit your ass down. <laughs> You're staying here for the night. Right. I probably could have, like, if we had, if we weren't at a hotel where it was like, I can go to bed. Like, right. if we were at a friend's house or something, I probably would have been like, nah, I can go home. Right. But, like, as it's like there was, like, something about the comfort of the bed being right there. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I, and it's, and it was far. It, it was, was like a 40 far. minute drive. I'm like, I'm not, no. Yeah. Not on a Saturday night. Y'all mm -hmm. ain't getting me out here. So, yeah, all that to say, Gracie's Tax Bar had, <laughs> they had no <laughs> menu. <Yeah. laughs> 
they had uh, vodka there <laughs> and they had water and limes. Um, they also, the daily special there was like $3 shots. And I asked if it was rotating and they said, no, we're just trying to get rid of this beam. So I don't know if they're always going to have that there, but you know, keep an eye out. It was literally just on the counter and there was like a ca- piece of cardboard and a Sharpie on it that said $3. So that's yeah, the kind of place like you they probably with. just have stuff like whatever's going on that day, whatever it totally. feels like. Did you have any food? I didn't have food, but I saw the sign. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ace of Base. And they had like onion rings for like four dollars. Mm. Other things for three fifty. I think the most expensive seemed to be some sort of cheese curd, and it was like seven bucks. Oh my god! So, but like the bartender is also the server. If you like, if you need help taking it to your table, and the cook. Um, so it's just kind of one of those chill places. Uh, their patio is actually super, super nice. It's through the back and they have a ton of seating out there, really pretty trees and lighting and the restrooms back there as well. So it would be really nice to go back when it cools down. Yeah. As long as there aren't smokers everywhere. Oh, that'd be nice. yeah. That is a consideration. Yeah. Hopefully that won't or, be a problem. Come on, guys. Let's transition to like the Vapes. scent list. Yeah. Because like we have a friend care. that smokes like, around vape. us and his smells like cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> so it never bothers me. When we were at Jadena, I was like, it smells like bath and body works. <laughs> and then like two minutes later there was like a cloud so like just do that because i don't care about your vice do what you got to do but i also don't want it in my hair it just smells so bad that's literally like my only complaint about smoking it's right. like it stinks yeah and it like it lingers it does oh my gosh so Ugh. that was I crazy go, though. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I was like, don't go on that tangent. Yeah. But yeah, I really want to go. Everything looked really cute. Anytime I've ever seen like pictures or anything on Instagram, it looks like a really cute place. And they posted a picture today of like kind of like a little abstract shot of their patio and it looked really cute. Yeah. So it's definitely a place to stop by. It seems like a great place to start or end your night, but I would definitely start there just because it's chill. You can like have, you know, some drinks, talk, you know, sauced up and then move on. Yeah. And it's close to a lot of stuff. So can do that it's on 7th avenue and pierce mckinley 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 um so yeah it's right off the 10 and right after that instead of going to the museum we decided that we were hungry and i always pass this like hole in the wall mexican place right off of the i10 and 7th avenue and everybody has seen this i don't know if everybody has stopped but it's called el norteño and I was like, oh, I really want to try it, but it looks kind of shady. Is it like on the, is it across from that Circle K? Yeah. It's like a right <laughs> yeah. across from it. And it has like the La Virgen yes. de Guadalupe on the outside or whatever. I knew that place was good. Yeah. I'm like, the scarier, the better. Right. It has like <laughs> bars on the windows and shit. And so. And that Circle K, when the sun goes down, is not a place you want to be. It is I've not. gotten gas from there before and been like. Just watch over me, God. Right. It's pretty It's pretty shady, but um, we went there. I actually yelped it for like a second, and I saw it had like four stars. I was like, whatever. Let's just fucking go. And um, it was bomb. It was like everything you wanted. The menu was like 20 items deep, and it was all numbered, so you know it's good. And it had like the, you know, when the plate has the beans that mix into the rice and the lettuce oh and into God. the cheese. Like, it's all just a mess. It's delicious. <laughs> So I got the carne asada fries. My friend got a cheese enchilada. The other one got a cheese crisp. And then one got um, something else. I think tacos and also a burrito. Um, It was so, so good. We sat outside even though it was hot. We didn't even care. (laughs) 
tons of salsa and the salsa was really good. The service was nice and friendly and fast. So you should definitely hit it up for real. And I think they deliver. Oh, man. Either that. I know tons of people were coming for takeout, but I think they deliver too. I'm not sure. That would but, be fun after a day of drinking and crashing at an apartment or yes. something and then ordering Mexican food yes. and vegging out. Yes. What? Getting Mexican food, turning on Game of Thrones, catching up with friends. So it'll yes. be perfect. So 7th Avenue, right off the 10, El Norteño, give them your business. Support the Latinos. Okay, next up. We open my phone because I keep looking at this Cancel. paper. I love that this old like agenda is here and it says R. Kelly just won't quit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd be cracking myself up when I'm like adding things to the agenda because yeah. I'm like, how do I feel about this? Or like what will spark my right. my mind or like the wheels to start turning in my mind. That's so why I write like quick thoughts that make me like, oh, yeah, that bitch. Yeah. Like because when I just now I'm like, oh, God, I completely forgot about that. We didn't cuss him out. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyways, next up, Camp Social. So it's a new place um, right next to Joe's Midnight Run, and it is camp-themed. We went for a friend's birthday to have dessert and drinks because we decided to eat at her house. And you walk in, and there's, like, these little campers, and the hostess stand is inside one of the campers. And then to the left side of the restaurant, there's a camper with, like, a long family table. There's tables everywhere. There's tire swings at the bar that you could sit at. The whole place smells like firewood, like camp. <laughs> yeah. um, and the drinks are all like themed, camping themed. So we had their famous s'mores and they come table side and they're like really bougie marshmallows, like all squared up and stuff. And um, homemade graham crackers and Hershey chocolate. And then they give you like a little like cup that has a flame in it. Um, there's like a piece of wood in there and you like literally make your own s'more. It's so cute and it's so fucking good. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And they also have a ton of food. I think they had sandwiches and meat and <laughs> sides and all kinds of stuff. We had um, my friend ordered poutine with fried pickles, elk gravy and cheddar curds. It was so so good. Oh, my God. Um, we got trail mix that had duck fat mixed nuts, popcorn pretzels, cheddar powder. It was pretty good. It wasn't my favorite, but it was pretty good as like a like when you're drinking, you know, want like a little snack. Yeah. Um, Finger food. Yes. And then we had uh, my friend and I shared the lazy Sunday cocktail. So it's made for two. And it, I would say they should probably get a bigger thermos because like it was two drinks. And then she gave me the rest. and It was like half my cup. But um, it was delicious. It was exactly like a Long Island iced tea. It was peach, lemon tea, some sort of wine, and then whiskey. And it tasted like nothing. It tasted like peach tea. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was dank. So that place was really fun. So you guys should check it out. It's called Camp Social. You can find them on social media. Head over there. Give them your business. Yeah, that sounds really good. I, I feel like I've been like trying to increase my whiskey intake just because <laughs> everybody we hang out with drinks whiskey solely. Right. So I'm like, well, I need to start finding ways to enjoy it because I don't want to miss out. You know, like right. me, I'm just like, nope, get the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you show up and it's like we have whiskey and whiskey. Right. Like, cool. I'll have whiskey. Right. <laughs> so, like, I like, I want to try, side note, Carly's has, like, a whiskey sangria Ooh. that one of my friends, uh, Jessica, she has a foodie 
Instagram. It's called Purple Foodie or at Purple Foodie Life. Yeah, Purple like Foodie that. Life. She's like, I like purple and I like food. And I was yes, like, this is and great. all her stuff, like she posts the greatest pictures. Yeah. And I'm always like, oh, that looks really good. That looks really good. I'm like always learning about places from her. Mm-hmm. She had posted a picture of um, the whiskey sangria at Carly's. And I texted her and was like, what was in it? I mean, aside from whiskey and wine. And she's like, they didn't even have anything. Like, it doesn't say anywhere. I don't know what was in it. But it was, like, really boozy, but not in a way that was, like, you couldn't enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. She said it was good. So I would love to go try that soon. That sounds good. That sounds really good. Over for, like, Friendsgiving or even my birthday, you should make, like, a hot toddy. Oh, my God. That has whiskey in it and, like cinnamon shit and and we can sit outside i wish you guys could see her face <laughs> oh my gosh that would be so awesome. yes we could sit outside or in that hot tub and sip around with our pinkies up yeah hell yeah with a little cinnamon stick all right cool. moving on why don't you Tell me about the Van Buren. So I somehow, by the grace of God, got strep throat and got enough energy to pull myself together to go see Thundercat (laughs) um, at the Van Buren. It's a new venue in Phoenix. It's on 4th Avenue in Van Buren. It's like a big white building. Absolutely gorgeous. You walk in and well, there's before you walk in, you kind of get into like their space and they have a patio that also has like an outdoor bar. Now that was one place when we were leaving. It was super smoky, so I'm hoping they figure something out to because the smoking section's right in the front. Yeah, that's crazy. It is. Well, it's like their outdoor patio right. area. Oh, okay. And yeah. so when we were walking in, there was like nobody there. But they do, like I said, they have like a little bar area outside, which is nice, like a, kind of like a service space. And then you walk into the doors, and they have. Their bar is like on to the left and it's like a long walkway and um, they have big windows facing Van Buren and it's just really like mood lighting and these two huge chandeliers and you can hear the music coming from the other room and if you walk down the hallway and then hook a right you can walk like into the venue part of it where the stage is and they have the mezzanine area where you can go up this the stairs and have like the top tier or like seating and upper level area and it was just huge it's so it was like much bigger than i thought it was going to be like when i walked in there's a lot of space it's kind of like a step down from marquee but quite a step up from crescent ballroom in terms of size and space and the acoustics were really good. There's a bar area to the left when you're inside the stage area as well. The bathrooms are in like the front right corner and there's tons and tons of stalls. Really nice. Um, you can tell everything is really well done and brand new, of course. They really spent time putting a lot of work into the fine details of everything. And it was a great experience. I ran into like three or four old friends there made new friends. And even though I was feeling like shit, I couldn't really hear that well. I just had my little earplugs in and I was bobbing along and we had a great time. It was, it was excellent. So if you haven't been to the Van Buren yet, you can go on their Facebook. Um, 
website and check out their events. I think their their website's probably like thevanbeeren.com or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And you can check out their calendar. And Sam pointed out to me that um, if you're familiar with Crescent Ballroom's 90s night or their 90s and 2000s hip hop nights that they do like once a month, they're actually going to be doing one this month um, on September 22nd. We'll probably announce it closer to um, the date. But they're going to be doing a, that whole thing over there so that's gonna be really fun sick and because there's so much more space like the thing about crescent is it kind of gets packed in there and everybody gets really hot and you can't breathe and it's just like ugh. but i think that it's going to be really really great at the van buren because you're going to have plenty of space plenty of access to multiple bars i think they have food there and they they just have everything i think that that venue is going to do really really well yeah the lineup looks really good so check it out if you can the Van Buren, if you're listening, Halloween weekend, that Friday, do a 2000s night. We'll be yes. there in our costumes. I will pay a fucking cover for that because that would be sick. That would be so boss. Yeah. Coming people, as Maleficent. Yeah. The people have spoken. Yes, it is written. So cool. I'm actually going to go there at the end of next month to see Flying Lotus. He's doing a 3D show, so I'm really excited. That's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be trippy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Hang in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we actually, oh, I went to Changing Hands really quickly. It's no secret. Everyone knows about Changing Hands, but it was actually my first time there. And I'm a bibliophile. I love books. Um, It's my favorite way to spend time. So it was really fun to actually get in there and see it. Um, What? I was going to say you're a biblo. Oh, (laughs) biblo baggins. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I hope Rosal is listening. I know. (laughs) So... Um, (laughs) so I went there, they had a $2 red tag sale, so they had a ton of books in the back and I just got to sit through some boxes and I found a book. Um, I actually read like half of it while I was there just drinking. So it was really cool to just hang out and drink, see all the cool, like kitschy stuff that they had. I got a super, super cute puzzle for my friend's birthday. It was like little feminists, like little cartoon Hillary Clintons. And it was just like a a grid of them and Frida Kahlo. So it was really cute. Um, they have a ton of gifts, tons of books, tons of events. And I just had a white wine and sat there and read for like an hour. But they also have something there. It's a lemonade mimosa. It has lemonade, lavender syrup, and brute. So I definitely want to go back and try it. That sounds so good. Yeah. They're always having events. So if you go to Changing Hands Bookstore on Facebook or Instagram, you can follow them and they'll always post about different events. They have tons of book signings from national and local authors. I know Chris Bianco from Pizzeria Bianco just did like a a signing when his cookbook came out. So yeah. Yeah, I would love to check that place out. I am like trying to get into finding more books and that seems like a good way to buy something, sample a new book, maybe try to discover something you may not have known about without breaking the bank and just having like a nice atmosphere. They will pull people in with stuff like that. Totally. Having wine in a book sounds amazing. So, you know, good read and some downtime. They have happy hours so you can keep it cheap and spend a day, spend, you know, a few hours and hang out. Yeah. Do they have a patio space? Um, I don't believe so. There seemed to be a restaurant that was next door that had patio space, but um, they didn't have, they just had seating in the back area. Okay. That's still nice. That's still nice. Mm -hmm. 
can't all have patio. Right. <laughs> so last but not least, we went to Gallo Blanco last night. Hey, so excited. I've been waiting on you all day. <laughs> I've been waiting on Gallo Blanco to come back. And then when they opened, I had to wait because I just was like, I don't want to be disappointed. I want them to like get the kitchen right, get everything together work all the kinks out and then when you're ready for me I will come through those doors and I don't want to be disappointed and I wasn't yes it was so good oh it was so good and the space was huge from the outside it doesn't look like anything yeah I thought it was really small when we were walking up I was like are we going to be able to get a table because it looked the way that it's set up is they have two sections and this is a new concept at least to my um to my knowledge when i went to gallo blanco the original inception of it it was just a restaurant that was inside of the clarendon hotel so they had like a small space you received you know hostess a server and it was you know that kind of a restaurant now they have it where the restaurant is actually split into two sections you can choose to sit or be seated and have a a server and be waited on. Or if you want to take something to go or you just want to like place an order at the front counter, you can actually walk up to like someone that's working at a register, place your orders and still receive like the same happy hour specials, same access to the menu, same access to the bar. But you don't have to have like a server if you don't want one. Right. And it was kind of nice for us too because we were kind of planning on sitting for a while and chatting and catching up with other friends and didn't want to feel like we had to kind of get out of the booth or the table so that that server could continue to make tips and have tables. That's so true. So it was nice. The front area is the seating or the seat seat yourself area uh, towards the front counter. And then, or no, the front area is the area that has the bar and, um, like full service. The full service. And then towards the back, you can seat yourself and do whatever you want. It was yeah. really cute and cozy. And they had tons of tables. Even when it got kind of busy, I didn't feel like, wow, we're like preventing somebody else from having a seat. Right. So we ordered the house margaritas. They were actually really good. They're $5 during happy hour, which is from 3 to 6, Monday through Friday. And they're usually $6. So it's just a dollar off. They also have a dollar off tacos during happy hour, so they're two fifty instead of three fifty. Um, so that's a really good deal, especially if you want a couple of bites. So um, we got an appetizer of the huarache. Yes, <laughs> it was actually really good. It was just the corn tortilla, and it had beans on it, lettuce, tomatoes, add cheese on it, and <laughs> the white um, crumbly cheese. <laughs> yeah, and it had crema on it. It was really good. You can also get it with meat if you want, but we were already getting tacos, so we just wanted to try it. It was a huge portion. I ate the majority of it, but you and I shared. I think everyone had a taste. I and think I had still three much. like pieces, like kind of cut three pieces off. Oh, of yeah. It. So I had a very healthy serving of it. Yeah. And it got us like pretty full because I only had two tacos. And by the end, I was stuffed and it was only nine dollars. The wa- the wadache was nine dollars. Yeah. It's a really good appetizer that yeah. can easily be shared if you just want some some bites to, you know, kind of soak up that alcohol, (laughs) put something in there with that margarita. And they bring out two signature salsas. There's a red salsa and a green salsa. Both were really good. The green was really mild, Mm -hmm. but super, super flavorful. The red had a kick, a good, if you like spicy like me, it was delicious. Yeah. So just depended on, I had the, the red salsa on the Warache. Nice. <laughs> and I had the green salsa <laughs> on my tacos. Yeah. It was hey. good. Yeah. <laughs> 
so um, I got the campechano taco, which was the carne asada. It had uh, pastor on it, the pork or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it also had like a chorizo. It was actually pretty good. I'm not a huge fan of chorizo, but it was good. And then um, I, we both got the al pastor with that piece of pineapple on it. That was fucking divine. I just want to say that pineapple was freshly picked. Oh my god. Jamaican. I have <laughs> never had a pineapple taste like that. And I love pineapple. If you know <laughs> if you know anything about me, you know I love pineapples in in all ways. So when they, you know, brought the tacos out, I was like, "Oh my gosh, is that like a little sliver of pineapple? It's like very thinly sliced, you know, not a big old hunk or anything." And mm-hmm. they just put a little sliver of it on your al pastor taco. And I took a bite out of the taco without the pineapple. And then I bit into it with the pineapple and I was just like, next level. Can you just bring me like slices of this heavenly sweet decadent, like the texture? It wasn't mealy or mushy, but it wasn't like too crunchy or like underripe or overripe. It was perfect. And the flavor, it was so sweet and just naturally delicious. I like was my mind was blown and I was pissed every time I took a bite out of my taco because I was like, it's going away and I'm not going to be able to have this pineapple <laughs> anymore. I don't want it to be gone. It was so good. So we can save you some time if you just want to get like five tacos. Just get that one. Yeah, like, just perfect. get five of those. The carne asada was really good, too. It they was. had like really finely diced pieces of onion and cilantro on it. I put the green salsa on there just for a little um, texture and a little bit of sauciness to add to mm-hmm. it because um, I didn't want to put anything on that uh, al pastor taco. I didn't <laughs> want to put anything on it but my mouth. <laughs> and so I added the green salsa to the carne asada. So if you like a little bit of salsa on your taco, I would recommend adding that one. It was really mild but perfectly flavorful and really accentuated mm-hmm. the flavors of the meat that were you know, the way the meat was seasoned as the well meat as was perfect. The... Like it had, and this sounds so dumb, but it had a meaty taste. Like yes. I like when you eat meat and you have the flavors, but it also tastes like fucking cow flesh. And it like was it like perfectly so done. Good. They had yes. like a nice char had, on the was, outside yeah. and it was chewy to where you're like, okay, this is this, this is the texture I expect yeah. for this meat, but I wasn't chewing for 20 minutes. Like, okay, it's so dry. Yeah, it had or... like a really good charcoal flavor to it. So they were killing yeah, it. And barbecue. our friends ordered... They got the same. They got the. Um, they have a fifteen dollar family style platter, which is actually a pretty good deal because you get six tacos for fifteen bucks, and you just get like two flavors. Um, and then doing the math on the actual regular price tacos comes out to nineteen fifty for six. So you're getting a deal on that. And you know, they got and they ended up at, yeah, yeah, they <laughs> ended up asking for more tortillas because they were like we ate all of ours and we still have like enough totally. for two or three more tacos. Yeah, and so the the um woman that was just kind of coming around and asking if anybody needed water or whatever yeah. she was like oh I'll just she just brought some more out yeah. for them I was just like I don't want this to like be a thing because I want people to get an extra taco but <laughs> they'll probably figure it out but th- yeah they had that they had like two really fruity drinks one had I think it was jicama in it or something um, whatever but they were delicious and fruity and flavorful so you guys should definitely try it out go during happy hour but if not yeah, go. even not yeah. going, I mean, going during happy hour was really great. Like, I spent $7 for three tacos yeah. and um, picked up the margarita tab. It was ten fifty for yeah. the two of us. And we were able to enjoy our margaritas and 
you know, we didn't feel like we needed to turn the hell up, but it was like, it was just nice to have a nice cool drink totally. while we waited on our food. And then we really enjoyed Sam treated for the appetizer and it was so delicious and the service was quick and they were really friendly. Everybody that came by the table asked if we needed anything was on top of it. Do you want a refill? Do you want this? Do you want that? But they weren't like suffocating us or like you need to get up and go and mm-hmm. They, uh, we went when it was kind of light out and then like as it got darker, it like got darker inside the place. We were like, <laughs> they get, the like, lights are literally the lights. Turning. I'm like, are you going to, is can they go any lower without it like turning off? And they have unisex restrooms. So yes. like in the restrooms they have just a regular toilet and they also have a urinal. So anybody can use any restroom, which I think is always great. I love inclusive things like that. Um, it was great though. Yeah. I, I was not disappointed. I was only kind of sad because I went without my mom and she was like, I can't believe you went without me. <laughs> and you said that they used to have a shrimp taco that we couldn't find on the menu. Yeah, they do still have a fish taco though. So mm-hmm. maybe over time they'll add it back or I could always go to Ocho Cafe, which yeah. is the same owners. So um, they have a really diverse menu. They have pozole and they have a bunch of actual plates. So you can get that as well. I just love a good taco. So I'm always going to try them. So check out the new Gallo Blanco. They're open. They're ready for you. And I think they do breakfast on the weekends. Yeah, it looks like they did because I saw I see that online. Um, They have like a breakfast and then an all day. Um, And they also have their cocktail menu if you want to peruse that. So just Google Gallo Blanco Cafe. Yeah, it was on 10th Street in Pierce. Yep. Sounds good. So great. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Gallo Blanco. Yay. All right. That brings us to our fix this week. So if you noticed the theme of this episode very very subtly was about budgeting so free or very cheap things budgeting is a huge 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 part of our life here at the fix it is a way of life it is a way of life it's not a huge part it's like what our life so (laughs) um and it doesn't matter what we we both make different salaries and all of that stuff and have different expenses but at the end of the day like we just need to set ourselves up for success. So budgeting is a huge thing. And we just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about as we approach 30, you know, how can we start saving in a different way? When you're in your 20s, you're either not saving or you're saving because you want to party or you want to go on a trip. And while we still want to do that as 30, we also have to start thinking about other things like saving for our home or saving for our family, if that's your choice, or saving for a bigger trip or nicer things or a better car. So, um, yeah. What are your favorite ways? How much time do you have? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I put together like a quick list. I didn't want to talk for like 45 minutes. Right. And I'm going to try to keep it cute. Um, But I have a couple bullet points here that I just jotted down. I was thinking about ways that I try to keep myself accountable while not like suffocating myself and feeling like I can't ever have fun or can't do anything. Mm -hmm. So tip number one would be live within your means. And that means not comparing yourself to other people. Like you said, like everybody earns a different amount of money. Everybody has different expenses. Some somebody might earn half of what you earn, but they might not have any debt. So everybody's dealing with their own issues. Exactly. We all have our own ways that we have to figure out how we're going to stretch our money and make our money work for us and not work for it. So I always say don't compare yourself to other people. Just think about what you have going on and stay focused on the ways that you the things you want to accomplish and the ways that you want to accomplish them. My mom would say that all the time, too. She's like, don't try to keep up with the Joneses. Don't. 
You will fail every time. Yep. Um, plan ahead. That means thinking about things that you want to do, thinking about things you know you have to do, things you need to pay for. That could be like your car registration. As Arizona residents, we have to pay that shit every year or every two years, depending on if you decide to pay that much. I just recently got a new car. I already know my registration is going to be stupid, buku crazy amounts of money. So I'm already thinking like first of the year, I'm going to start setting aside money every pay period so that when they tell me your registration is $400, I'm not going to pass out and want to cry. Like I'm just going to have the money set up and set aside. Also thinking about like something as simple as like grocery ads are you hungry? Are you, are you someone that cooks? Whatever, you know, look at the grocery ad that takes 10 minutes to see who has the best prices on the things that you actually eat, the things that you buy and shop smart. Like you don't have to just buy something because you're in the store. Just go to the other store. They probably have a better deal on it. So just plan ahead for that stuff. Same with like Christmas. The holidays are coming up. If you're uh, celebrate the holidays, you know, you have to, you don't have to, but I like to buy presents for people. I know I have trips coming up this these next few months, we have birthdays, all that stuff's going on. So just plan ahead and you don't have to get to each pay period like, fuck, I have this trip and this person's birthday and I got to go get a bottle for this girl. And then they want Crown Royal and she wants bot- <laughs> like you will just run out of money trying to, especially if you're not to pat myself on the back. But if you're like me and you want to do something nice for somebody's birthday because I value birthdays. Like you want, you don't want to feel like, ah, I can't, I can either go out with them and celebrate or I can get them a gift. Like you want to be able to do both if that's something that's of importance to you. So just plan ahead. Uh, Next up, know your triggers and stay away from them. Like if you know you can't go in the mall without spending $100 or Target, like hello, we've all been (laughs) fallen victim to Target. Don't go. Like just don't go in there or go in there with a list go to that aisle, don't stray, don't look around, don't browse, no window shopping that's going to turn into a $200 bill that you knew you didn't need to spend that money. I've done it. We've all done it. But just know what things cause you to have those issues. Call a friend and see if they can go shop for you. Yes. Or go with me and make, hold me accountable, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's actually the next thing that I have on here is like finding a support group. Mm -hmm. Like I started a Facebook group. I haven't posted it in a while and I need to check in with everybody, but just about like financial wellness and like people sharing tips about ways that they saved for things or helped them pay off bills or just like finding a group of people that you feel comfortable talking to about money or just about your goals. You're comfortable asking them for advice or for tips and tricks. Um, utilize coupons or apps. Sign up for email lists. Like if you like, if you're like me and you like Bath and Body Works and you want to buy candles, they always send out coupons. They always tell you when the candles are on sale. You don't have to pay regular price for anything. You can always get money off. You can always save on stuff. And then when you treat yourself, you're not breaking the bank or like stretching yourself outside your spending limits or your means. And lastly, write down your goals, budget, and follow them. That's a hard one, but it's and when re- it comes down to and it. Don't you be afraid, do it. To, afraid to review. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid to go back and be like, okay, I thought I was okay with you know five hundred dollars a month of spending money, but I'm really running out. Maybe I need to take fifty dollars from here and fifty dollars from here, and now I have a little bit more wiggle room. Like budgeting and stuff like that can be really hard for people because they always go so hard in one direction. And then they're miserable. 
just ease yourself in and then you'll know like, okay, this is as far as I can go. True. That's a good idea. So those are my tips and tricks for staying (laughs) alive and being able to pay your bills and not have your car repoed. Yeah, seriously, though. My advice is to save, and that sounds really lame, but save because you never know what's going to happen. And if it could be $20 there, $10 here, $100 there, like, it's worth it. It's not something that you just, it shouldn't be something that you have. You just say, like, oh, I really should do that. You should do it. I've been in the situation where I was making a lot of money, and then I got laid off, and all the money I had made... I was trying to pay off credit card bills or maybe trying to figure out if I could pay rent and I'm still paying it off because I wasn't saving. So you guys have to save something. Have an emergency fund. If you can't do six months in advance of bills, maybe do two or three months, however long you think it would be realistic for you to get a new job. Um, The oh shit fund. (laughs) Yes, the oh shit fund. If you have the stamina and you have the extra time maybe consider getting a second job I have a second job I do I mean it used to be about 25 hours a week and now it's like once a month just because I don't need it that much anymore but I still love working there it keeps me busy and it keeps me in 50 bucks every time I need to go in so it's great to know that I have something coming in every week if I need to up my hours I can do that with no question so it's great to have something on file um As far as goals, for me, my goal is to just be stable. And I know that there's never going to be stability in life and there's never going to be sure things, but I want to be able to have a nest egg if something were to happen. And I also am considering maybe in the next five years trying to buy a home. So I really want to start those goals now because even if something does happen and I don't get to put something down on a house in the next five years like I had planned, I'll have something with me. So that's my goal for me. And how do I keep it in front of me? I talk about it with friends all the time. I text Erica every time I save a fucking penny because it's nice. (laughs) Right. Or anytime you like meet a goal like, oh, man, I really just want to finish paying for this or you know, I I decided I wanted to try to cut the time that I had to do this bill or deal with this situation or whatever in half, or I cut, cut back on this, found somebody that was able to help me with this for a better deal. So now I'm saving 30 bucks a month or whatever. Like that is a day out with friends. That is money into your travel fund. You know, we're a part of a travel group and we run with ballers. So we have to like, I am like already planning for like three years from now. Like, okay, so how much money am I going to have? Exactly. Where are we going? How much do I need? And that's the fun thing about saving and planning ahead because you can put yourself in a position to feel like you can do those things and you're not keeping up with the Joneses because you're not taking you're not just blowing a paycheck and being like it's fine I'll just use this for the travel group right like, and then I'll no. make it up later because yeah. you're, you're always going to be chasing There's always going to be something that happens that allows you to not make it up like if you were me and oh I'm just going to keep my car for one more year and then my car died and I didn't have a car for six months and I was car shopping and literally bumming rides off of everybody who anybody who just felt bad for me like can you just take me here or whatever and I had luckily I'm blessed with family members that were like you can take my car like you can you can have this you can have that whatever it's not a big deal my sister let me use her car whenever I needed to which was Mm -hmm. huge but it doesn't always work out that way so you don't you know I lucked out and dodged a bullet but I learned from it like okay you need to be ready you need to be prepared and like if I had to have bought a car I could have but I was able to actually 
put myself in a position to get the car that I wanted and I was able to be picky. So, you know, just set yourself up for success. Know what you want, even if it's a house or, you know, something material. Like for me, it was the car. I wanted, I want this specific car. This is what I want. I'm setting myself up. I know I'm going to be able to pay for it. And like now that I have it, I'm working on ways to pay it off even faster and thinking about, okay, this, you know, that's so that's for one of the questions. What are your goals? My goal is to pay my car off in half the time that my loan says I have to pay it off. So three years is my goal to pay my car off. I'm interested in getting a second job. I'm going to see how the plans and stuff fall for the next couple months to see if it would be feasible, but I'm looking into places like Total Wine, maybe the library. Anybody that wants to take me on for like some weekend hours would be great. Um, Just to put some more money in my pocket and it will all go to my car. Same with my student loans. I'd like to hit 32 and be completely debt free. Nice. And the only debts I have right now are my student loans and my car. That's amazing. So I have, you know, these are, um, I had credit card debt too. I had other things that I had to pay for, but I utilized my own personal tips that I just shared to allow me to get out of those situations. And now I only have to worry about you know, the regular bills. And then those are my like debts. Yeah. And I think you made a good point too. like outside of my point about the oh shit fund, like your money is your money. You are if you're working and working hard or if you're just fucking working and doing, you know, not hurting anybody, making an honest living, you get to spend your money however you want to. Don't hurt anybody. Hopefully don't hurt yourself. But if you want to spend it on a car, do it. If you like Bath and Body Works, do it. If you like expensive clothes, I don't give a fuck. Just do something that makes you happy. Spend the money that you want. Just set your goal for whatever your goal is. Just make it. Make it happen. And the best way to do that is to set yourself up for success. And hopefully you allow yourself to have a little bit of both. Yes. Some fun and some responsibility. Yeah. (laughs) You could get a J. Crew cashmere sweater, but you could also break your arm and not worry about it. Yeah. That's all I want. Like, I just want to be financially. I feel financially stable. But I, w- I feel I could be even more stable. Totally. So that's just my goal is to be in a place where, you know, I don't ever think I'll be rich. I don't ever think I'll be like so well off. But I, I always want to be comfortable and right. I don't want to fear or worry about anything. That's a terrible feeling when you don't have a job and you don't have money, like fresh out of college, trying to figure your life out. That was me. And, you know, now that I have a job and I've been stable and I've just been able to like navigate my 20s like I I just want to get to my 30s and be like now what do I do with all this extra money I have right (laughs) all right so let's move on to our personal fixes do you want to go first um sure what is my fix this week I actually have two fixes this week one is like a really simple just shout out to myself but I applied for my passport this week and this doesn't seem like a catastrophic or like amazing thing for anybody but it's a big deal for me because I've been trying to get this passport since February and every time I've tried to go to this place to get my passport it's been either a zoo or there's some reason someone can't help me or I've just had to jump through so many damn hoops to get this fucking passport so I'm so happy my application has been sent off they've taken all my money $110 later bitches took my birth certificate (laughs) took all my shit but i should have my passport which is great because 
I need to be able to get out of the country if necessary. Totally. <laughs> Which is a that. real ass threat. Yeah. Uh, but my other fix this week is tennis. Yay. I am a huge fan of tennis. And the last couple weeks, um, the U.S. Open is the last tournament of the year, I believe, for the tennis year. And um, I right when I got sick, it was like day two of the U.S. Open. Perfect. So I spent a lot of my days, I told you, watching TV. Um, I was either watching Game of Thrones or I was watching uh, U.S. Open coverage, which started at like nine in the morning and didn't end until like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And that's all I did. And it was amazing. And I got to just enthrall myself into, you know, throw myself into all this amazing tennis action. And it's been a really great year for American women. There's been so much going on and we actually had four American women in the semis, so the last uh, four women left in the draw, three of which were black, which is, like, insane with Serena Williams is pregnant or just had her baby, so she's not even in the tournament. And, you know, it's just, it's just awesome, and there have been crazy comebacks, five-setters, insane shots, so many great rallies. So if you're not into tennis, you know, it might not be that cool, but I think that this has been one of the best U.S. Opens I've seen in a long time, and I've got one of my friends teaching him about tennis and getting him to watch the <laughs> tennis matches with me and just been fun, and it was a really great way to pass the time, and it was really nice to actually be home because a lot of times those matches are on during the day, and by the time you get home, you catch, like, the last two sets, and then it's over. So even though I was sick and it really, really sucked, um, I was happy to be home and just to have a chance to enjoy something that I don't really get a chance to. Yeah, cool. What about you? My fix this week is me this time. Yay! <laughs> what did you do besides be awesome? What did you do? I did. So I had a really big project at work that was assigned to me. Um, well, it was assigned to me last Friday, but I couldn't work on it until yesterday because I didn't have the most updated version of Creative Cloud on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to wait for that. <laughs> but um, that was installed and everything was good to go. And um, everyone's just kind of been freaking out about it. And because it's a really big project, it's like a 23-page brochure. And luckily, um, the majority of the work is already done for me. And I finished it basically today. So I'm just like always inspired by myself I'm yeah. always just in awe of like the things that I can do like I don't know why I'm so surprised by myself but like I just did all of that and granted a lot of it was like done already but like doesn't I matter just, yeah you still were given the task you had to pull all the resources together yeah. and put things in order and make the brochure it wasn't like this is done all you're doing is like erasing no you had to put it together and it's yeah. a, that's a lot 23 pages brochures yeah. are usually one page folded three times so it feels right. like it's six pages but totally. it's actually one page yeah and it's like a really big task there's maybe a couple of things that we have to maybe edit or proofread but the majority of it is done and I'm just like so proud of myself for teaching myself everything that I know like I yeah I went to school and stuff but I didn't go to school for graphic design or photoshop or anything to, I didn't go to school for marketing I'm just a smart person and I teach myself things and I taught myself how to use InDesign and photoshop and premiere and I can make really cool stuff all because I just 
want to and it because I'm smart and I believe in myself so um, it just really makes me feel accomplished and excited when I can do things um, really quickly and do them well and um, yeah you are a boss thank you and then also (coughs) whoa excuse me I have been managing my mental health and I've been really excited about it I've had a couple of setbacks but I think it's honestly a process I don't think it's ever gonna be like yep I'm all better like I think it's gonna be a lifetime of you know just trying to staying on top of myself but it's a really hard thing to even start and to admit so I've been managing it and I've been on top of my appointments and taking my meds and I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm really, is, really proud of myself. I'm super proud of you for everything you Thank said, you. but especially your mental health. And I know it was like scary going and you're always like, oh God, I have to like new doctors in any form or fashion are just like, do I really want to be bothered with this? Right. But especially with something like that is just nerve wracking for you as a person. Like, oh my gosh, how's this going to go? I have to be vulnerable and honest and totally (laughs) which sounds terribly shitty to say like I have to do this but it's just hard it's really really hard for a lot of people to either admit or just be real with themselves and to take the time out of your day your resources your money your time your effort it's a lot of self-work and you didn't give up on yourself and you pushed through and you did it all while kicking ass at work and carrying this podcast into the <laughs> to the promised land and for all you do. So I just, you know, want to give you a little applause. Thank you. Good. I, you know, it, it feels good to feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Totally. So I am envious of you this week to have that feeling because I've just been feeling like shit. <laughs> but that's because I'm ill. But I'm so proud of you and Thanks. happy for your your moment to have yourself as your fix. Thank you. All right. So that wraps up this week's episode. We will be releasing this. Well, if you're listening it to it today, today's Friday. It's online. <laughs> right. It's always Dear. hard to like <laughs> announce things ahead of time because you're like, well, by the time it comes out, you'll be listening anyway. Like today. Yeah. So <laughs> thanks for listening. We will also have another episode on our regularly regularly scheduled day on Tuesday and then we will be taking a break for a week because I'm going to San Francisco. Sam's going out of town. All these other hoes are going out of town. Everybody's going out of town but me. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just jealous. I've Everybody's been, all of our friends have been gone, side note, totally. and I'm just like ready for everyone to come home because I'm I know. like, I'm jealous watching you all have so much fun but I love it so much. Yeah, I'm but jealous home, and I, I want, yes, we want family hangout so come back. Yes. All right. Oh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all them joints at The Fix Pod. And you can email us at thefixpod at gmail.com. Shout out to everybody who's been following us and liking our pictures and sharing and commenting and emailing and whatever. We love you and appreciate just your time to listen. So we'll catch you guys in a couple days. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.